Hello football fans and welcome to episode 34 of View from the Sideline podcast. Coming up this week, it seems no one wants to qualify for next season's Champions League. With defeats for Spurs and Arsenal and United and Chelsea playing out a draw leaves the race for third and fourth, how we left it last week. In the EFL, it's time to celebrate for Norwich and Sheffield United as they secure promotion to the Premier League. No one quite knows what went on at Ellen Road, but we'll try to figure it out. Luton and Barnsley secure promotion to the Championship and we wave goodbye to Yeovil as relegation from League Two is confirmed. Pete keeps his slot on the podcast with another teaser and we reach the final two rounds on the Predictions Challenge. Part two of today's podcast will see us go through the nominations for the PFA Team of the Year and we give our views on the players who made the 11. So here we go with episode 34. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of View from the Sideline podcast. Chris here and Rich is with me. Hello Rich. Hi Chris, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Rich, yourself? Yeah, can't complain. Yeah, good, yeah, good. Not too bad. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, we've got lots to talk about, so we'll uh, we'll get started. And um, the the ever-present Pete's teaser remains and will remain now for some time. Um, so what's his teaser this week, Rich? Yep, yeah, so uh, this week it's... It's a tricky one. Tricky it's a one. tricky one, I yeah. think. But there's ones that you... You probably it's a sort of question you've probably heard before, so so I'm sure we'll have we'll have a good guess at it. So, what Pete's asking us this week is who is the only player to have scored a hat trick in the Premier League, the Championship, leagues one and two, in the League Cup, the FA Cup, and for his country. So wow. he's pretty much scored a hat trick in ev- every competition <laughs> probably he's ever played in. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty tricky. I think, I mean, they're not, they're not going to all be for the same club. I think we can, we can pretty much safely say that, but, um, we'll have to have a think about that, Chris, and just have a a stab in the dark at the end of today's episode, I think. Okay. So we'll, (laughs) we'll move on to the, the Premier League review. Um, so we'll start with, uh, Liverpool versus Huddersfield, uh, some would say a bit of a masterclass from Liverpool. Um, and Mar- I thought Marnie had a very good game here, but I, I just think Huddersfield, just the end of the season, just can't come quick enough for them. Um, it must be, I, I thought to myself, it must be weird being a Huddersfield fan. Obviously, you've been down for, what, four or five weeks now. It just must be quite strange just w- watching your team just you know fade away. This badly, but to be honest with you, I don't think we expected much more than I, I predicted four now in the predictions that I do. Um, but yeah, five now. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I get what you're saying with Huddersfield. I mean, it it must be difficult, but I know we'll talk about Fulham a bit later. But I mean, they're obviously in the same situation, and they they've won three out of three without conceding a goal. Um, I I think the game sort of just sort of showed that Huddersfield just are not good enough this season. I mean, conceding a goal after sort of 15 seconds clearly doesn't help, especially when you're away to Liverpool. But I I think it was probably always a comfortable win even before the game started. Um, But Naby Keita's getting some goals, isn't he? I think he's got like three in his last six. I think he was a bit more renowned for red cards when he before a, before he actually signed yeah, for Liverpool. He's been been a bit of a late bloomer this season, hasn't he? I don't I don't really recall him in the first sort of half season having a huge amount of success in front of goal. Um, but yeah, he's doing all right now. Yeah, I I I I think I just feel the game was just overall it it, it was in no way a surprise. No, no. Um, and I just think it's it's the sort of game that, especially with Liverpool, with City go still going for the Premier League, it was sort of a, it was a must-win game. But I think it was a game you always yeah. thought Liverpool. Liverpool were win. obviously playing uh, tonight away in the new Camp as well, uh, so uh, you know a big game for them tonight. So 
Uh, we'll move on to the oh, the Tottenham West Ham game, Rich. Mm. <laughs> so first defeat um, at your new stadium. Uh, yes. I'll I'll just quickly summarise what I thought of the game. Uh, they didn't do very well, did they, Tottenham? <laughs> no. But to be fair, to be no. fair, it, yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was an okay game. Um, but I actually thought West Ham probably did deserve to win it. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's, it's difficult to disagree. Um, I mean, I, I actually I, I listened to pretty much the whole game on on the radio, um, and it wasn't till till the Saturday evening that I actually saw the highlights. But um, I, I think I'd like to try and sort of join this. Saturday's game against West Ham for Spurs into, into last night's game against Ajax, if I may, Chris, if that's all you right. May. You may. Um, I the, the first defeat, the first goal conceded, all that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't think that that bothers any Spurs fan really, um, because it was going to happen sooner or later. Um, I think the 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 match against West Ham on Saturday and then the first half against Ajax last night is probably the the most unenergized Spurs perf- performances I think I've seen under Pochettino. Um, although Spurs dominated possession against West Ham and I think West Ham actually ended up having more attempts on goal and definitely more on target. And it, it, it's disappointing because I think that if maybe if Spurs had gotten the three points against West Ham, which would have, I think it probably would have done and dusted with the results on Sunday, their Champions League qualification, there may have been a bit more freedom last night. Although I did think Ajax first half were unbelievable. They were, they were so good. Spurs just couldn't live with them. Um, And from a West Ham point of view, I think it just sums West Ham up that as a West Ham fan, you must be so, frustrated that some of the performances they put in and admittedly it wasn't a first string Spurs side I mean there was a few players out it's still a decent side but they they go away to Spurs and they they get a 1-0 victory and they they play pretty well to be honest so it must be pretty frustrating but on the plus side from a Spurs fan to take from the two games one is because all the other teams in the top top in the race for the top yeah. four dropped points. That was bothered, mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we're still in the, the tie with Ajax. Although yeah. we lost 1-0 at home, the away goal, etc., etc. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Spurs score out there. And then if, if Spurs get a, the first goal relatively early on, then it's game on. So I, I think... You'll have uh, Sun back as well next week, won't you? Yeah, he'll be back. And I think that's the thing with, and especially last night, I was really disappointed in Lucas Moura last night because I think he's been playing pretty... Yeah, he's had a good few games. And I think he was disappointing. And if anything last night, it does show that Spurs do need to strengthen in the summer. They certainly need to strengthen up front because I think... I, I, nothing against Lorente. I like him. He's he's just not at the level that Spurs need a backup striker yeah. to be. But the, I think the problem is like the likelihood of of Kane and Son both being out is you know is relatively low. I know it's happened now, but it, you know I don't think that they would want to invest in another striker. Um, well, no, I mean, Son's, I feel so- Son's suspended. I mean, and that's. Yeah. There's that's always going to happen, but I think the to be honest with you, the, the the thing that I would take away from the especially the IX game yesterday is, and probably two things that may not be as apparent to a lot of people. One is how much Spurs missed Harry Winks, um, just someone who can take the ball from the back four and sort of transition the game into attack, um, something that he's really comfortable doing and. Six. If if I'd said to you six to eight months ago that Musa Sissoko would come on <laughs> for Spurs in a Champions League semi-final and turn the game, 
I was going to say turn the game on its head, but the score remained as it was. He was absolutely outstanding last night. He and he, out, des- yeah. he deservedly got man of the match. And from most of the press that I've read on the game, he got at least a whole point higher than the rest of the Spurs team in the player ratings. And bearing in mind he didn't start the game and, he, and he's come back from a slight injury, I thought he was absolutely unbelievable. Play well. Yeah, absolutely. But summary, poor result. Two poor results for Spurs, but not the end of the world. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the Palace-Everton game. And then we'll, we'll, we'll move straight this, on. <laughs> yeah, so I think we might as well go straight to <laughs> Fulham. I mean, the Fulham game. If, if there's ever two, if there's ever two, if there's ever two teams on the beach, I think it's, I think it's these two. Um, I, I think they've both been in decent form, and I think I don't think any, anyone can criticise them no. for a, for a ball draw. That I mean, literally, if I remember rightly, I don't think Palace had a shot on target, and Everton only had a couple. Um, two two teams there that aren't playing for anything. No, I think that showed. No, so. I mean I think Everton are. Well, Everton can still get seventh, and I think I think Palace can go a place higher or a place lower. I don't I don't think there's much move movement for them. But no, nothing to write home about in that one. So the uh, we'll move on to the Fulham uh, Cardiff game. Um, Fulham. Where is where is this form come from? Oh, that's crazy! It, they, I, I said, I said, to, form at the moment. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I said to um, I said to someone during the week. Um, if you look at the last three or four games, I think Fulham will be joint or top or joint top of the uh, form table, and Shane Long's the most prolific Premier League striker. <laughs> crazy, uh, but who would have thought that? Fair play to Fulham. You know, they've. I think since Scott. Parker's taken over. They they do look. I know he had a first. His first couple of games are quite hard in charge, but I think since then he's 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 really. It was one thing that Fulham struggled at was clean sheets at the start of the season. He he seems to have found a recipe to keeping a clean sheet. And and to be all, if they can keep this form going into next season, you know they 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 won't. I don't think they'll. Have any? No, you know, yeah. Just come straight back up. But I'll, I'll put this question to you, Chris, because it, it kind of it's just on the point you've just raised. Do, do you think there's anything to be said about the reason that Fulham's upturn in form coincides with them being relegated and players are putting themselves in the shop window? Yeah, I, I because, haven't thought of it like but, that. No, because if you if you if you do think of it like that, then they're the, the squad they go into the championship with next year. I mean, I think it's pretty much a certainty that Ryan Babble's going to go. Um, and to be honest with you, I think from from what I've heard that he, he will go with the club's blessing, really. Um, I mean, he's been one of their top performers this year when he came in January. Yeah, but, but where's, where's he going to get? He's 34. Well, that's now. it. Well, know. yeah, exactly. But I mean, if anything, it showed, he can perform in the Premier yeah. League. He, he showed that he's still got something to offer. I mean, even if it's just a case of hopping on one of the teams that's coming back up. Um, but I think there's a few players. I think Sessignon's probably one as well. But I don't I don't think Fulham will get anywhere near what they would well, yeah, they, I think you could. I think you, money, could I think you could probably halve it. To be honest, I mean, I, I think there was rumours of him going for sort of because he twenty five thirty million. Not, uh, would you would you play him in the, in the front three or would you no, play him I, at left back? I don't. Right, it d- you know. Depends where he goes. I mean, I, yeah. I, if he was heavily linked to Spurs, I, I wouldn't play him in a front three at Spurs. And to be honest, no. I, I don't think he's any better than Danny Rose. I'd rather. I'd rather keep Danny Rose and Ben Davis, to be honest. So, yeah. and for Cardiff, I don't know. doesn't look I great, does it? it? Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think there's that they, they had a chance. Um, I think they go. Do they go to Leicester at the weekend? I think. No, sorry, home to Palace. Palace. Yeah. Well, if they lose that, they lose that. They're Palace, down. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not over till it's over. Yeah, but, I mean, they gave shame, they gave it a decent fight, didn't they? Yeah, they've lasted as they've probably lasted longer than what most people would have said they would. But... Yeah, I'd agree. Okay, so the Southampton Bournemouth game, 
Well, as, as local derbies go, this is probably one of the better ones that you're probably going to see. And Shane Long scores again. Again, you know, he's, he's on d- fire. Yeah. Um, I can but, see some. Um, of, I can see some of the big teams coming in for him in the side. I've actually got a question for you on on this game and on the Leicester game, but uh, I just I just want to quickly say how badly both teams defended in this game. <laughs> oh, they were terrible. <laughs> I, you know, if they were trying to put on an exhibition that, that you know, a poor defending, it, it certainly showed, but, you know... Well, yes, but, I mean, just quickly on that. So, the, the point... Oh, Barcelona have just scored. Sorry. So why am I apologising for giving you an update? Barcelona well, have just apologizing scored. Why are you apologising for Barcelona beat Liverpool? I know. <laughs> That's a good thing. Chris, Barcelona have scored and have deal with it. Oh, did um, you see scored? Coutinho, I reckon. I haven't the seen other it. One, the other oh, one. Suarez. Suarez, yeah. Um, uh, no, so, I mean, the, the point keeps Saints in the Premier League, which I think they deserve to stay up. Hassan, Hassan Hoodle. Hassan Hoodle. I love that name. What a name. Um, he, he He's done a decent job. I think the one thing with Saints is their defence. So it's only, I did look, so I think it's Burnley. I think it's only Burnley and the bottom three that have conceded more goals than Southampton. Um, even Brighton have conceded less. So I think, and, Saints normally have a pretty solid defence, so that would be that would be the one thing for Saints where yeah. I think they need to strengthen. But sorry, Chris, you had you had a, you yeah, had a so question. My, my question is: so with the uh, obviously the Nations Cup coming up in uh, June, um, and the, I think it's potentially two games that they'll play. Is that right? One against Holland, and then one well, against the, the final. Yeah, yeah, the final. Okay. Yeah. So, first first question is. Is Harry Kane going to be fit for it? And if he is, would you take him? Uh, is that a Bournemouth would... and Southampton related question? It is going to be. I'm going to get oh, that. Right. I'm okay. going a long way about um, it. All right. If he's if he's fit, he plays. Would Would you think Tottenham would want him to go after him coming just coming back from an injury? I think when when are the matches? June. June. Uh, I don't think it would. I I don't think Spurs would stop him playing for England, and I I don't. I think if it was two weeks before the end of the season, I think it may be a different story. But in the summer, I I don't necessarily think so. so. With with that in mind, are you going to say about Danny Ings going in the England squad or something? (laughs) Charlie Austin. So Callum Wilson. Do you think Callum Wilson will get another call up? Yeah. Do you think? He'll. You think he will? I I think he will, and I think he deserves to. I think yeah. if you, if you look at the attacking options, um, and I think you've got if you look at people like Rashford or people like Sterling, I don't think they're they're not going to play through the middle for me. No. Um, Harry Kane will, and I think Callum Wilson probably will. And the interesting one for me on that is Vardy because he well, he's not. He's retired. Is he retired from? I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't think he has. But he is on fire at the moment. With the thought, this is what this is going to be another question for you. Do you think him and Callum Wilson are two very similar strikers? And if you had to pick one to take, who would you take? I'd probably take Callum Wilson because I think he is more one for the future. And I think that's probably how Gareth Southgate looks at it. He doesn't tend to... It'd, be, it'd almost be like him bringing Joe Hart back in. Right. Um, well, sort of halfway yeah, through I the season. Yeah, I know what you mean. When, was... when Joe Hart was playing. I think, for me, the, and it, I, I do prefer Wilson because he's got a bit more bulk about him he's yeah. a bit more of a it's, handful that he's a bit also, he's a bit like a really fast Troy Deeney not that Troy Deeney's slow the but point where Chelsea were heavily linked with signing him I don't think he's worth 50 million I, I, would say, <laughs> I wouldn't have paid the money that they it was being thrown around but from what we've got now to, if we could had the chance to sign him I probably would take the chance Inside. Yeah, I would say it, 50 it mil. Depends. It depends how much. Yeah, but but uh, I don't know. I mean, Chelsea Chelsea won't buy him because he's not 
a big name striker who's at the end of his career. Because that's what Chelsea do, isn't it, Chris? Well, unfortunately, it looks like he's been <laughs> staying for another year as well. From what, from well, I'd buy I Wilson. Then. I'd, I'd buy Wilson. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. 50 minutes is a lot. But to answer your question, yeah, I think he will get another yeah. crack at England. Yeah, That's what I thought. Okay, so Watford Wolves game. Uh, that is a rematch in the FA Cup semi-final. Um, Wolves maybe wanted to seek a, a little bit of revenge here. Um but I would say two of their best players this season, Wolves, got the goals. Jimenez, who's, you know, he's been phenomenal for Wolves this season. And Jota, who um, who gets, who gets you know, the occasional goal, but is always there when, you know, setting the goals up. Um, yeah. But one thing I would say is, obviously, if uh, Man City beat Watford in the FA Cup final... Seventh place will get a Europa League spot. So for Wolves, you know, I think they're three. They've got three point lead over Leicester at the moment. So you know, they could. Well, Wolves. Do they go? No, Watford go to Anfield, don't they? Watford go to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, And Chelsea, they've got as well. Yeah. I mean, just on Jimenez, I mean, he's got the same... I think he's got 13 this year, so he's got the same amount as... Just looking at the, the table now, so he's got the same as Lacazette, same as Firmino, Richarlison, Sigurdsson, Pogba. So, I mean, he's got more than Lukaku. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he's he's had a great season. I, I, I think... Well, I'd probably say that Wolves deserve to get into Europe I think the way they've played this season I think they deserve it I think yeah. if you look at oh, I don't know I mean what for the four points off seven now and so are Everton so if you look I mean maybe between Wolves and Leicester there's a three point gap I mean well, I've got nothing got to play Leicester as well yeah so. I've got I mean I've got nothing against Leicester, but I think I'd probably rather see Wolves in in the Europa I saw, League. I saw Wolves; they've they've already committed to a pre-season tour of uh, a tournament in China, and it all like, there's literally like I think they if they come seventh, they'll go into the second qualifying round in the Europa League, which means their yeah, their tour of but... China finishes, and it gives them four days to get back. Yeah, but I mean. Let's let's be honest. I mean, every Premier League club at some point is going to go to Australia, or they're going to go to Asia or North America on these pre-season tours. But they're not necessarily going to play all the big guns, are they? I mean, it, no, no. It, if I was if I was part of the Wolves setup, I mean, I think I'd be pretty clear on what the priority is. I mean, going out and spreading the brands, one thing, but. Yeah, I think it's a tournament um, with about four or five other Premier League teams as well, from what I read. Well, they're all they're all they're all play. announcing it, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all sort of getting their fixtures in. I mean, I think Spurs are involved in this International Champions Cup with with like Juve, United, and Inter. Yeah. I think are the teams in it. So they're all. I mean, they're already announcing these these preseason tournaments. Crazy. But... Anyway, well, uh, the the Brighton Newcastle game. Uh, a very, very close game uh, and probably a, a fair result, a draw. Uh, Brighton obviously already safe, uh, same as Newcastle, so, you know. Well, no, Brighton aren't safe yet, are they? Sorry, I mean, yeah, I'm getting confused. That, that, that point could be huge for them, really. Four, four points is the difference with two games left. But Brighton's, Brighton's running is, is, is not easy. Arsenal away and Man City at home. Um, you could feasibly see Brighton not picking up another point, but at the same time, you could say the same about Cardiff. So, but I think that's that's Brighton's first goal in, I want to say, eleven hours. So it's something, yeah. it's something ridiculous. I think the last time they scored was in the FA Cup. Yeah, when they beat Millwall in the FA Cup. So went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Seven games without I'll scoring. Tell you what, it's a good. It's a good thing that they had a good start. You know, first half of the season. Otherwise, they would. Well, I they remember would us, really be in trouble. I remember us talking about whether they'd maintain it and get into Europe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> how it, wrong you know, we were? If they hadn't had that good start to the season, they would. They'd be in trouble right now. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So yeah. Anyway, Leicester Arsenal. Wow. 
<laughs> so this is another third attempt at Arsenal trying to get a Champions League spot. And oh, Arsenal, the second Arsenal game in a row, poor. 3-0. Arsenal yeah. were poor. But that's the, fir- that's the third game in a row they've let in three, isn't it? Because they lost to Palace. Yeah. No, it could play the three. Their goal difference was a lot better than Chelsea's as well. And now it's worse. Yeah, so, well. Sending off, I mean, though, I don't... didn't. Didn't help no, at all. No, I mean, I'm it's not. I'm silly. not sure. It, I'm not. No, nah, but I mean, just, it's one of those. Yeah. I'm not sure that it sort of wholly warranted a red card. But I don't think that. I think Leicester were pretty much on top before the sending they off. Were, to be honest, yeah. so I don't think it was that much of a shock. But Arsenal, big big summer for scared. Arsenal. Their defence is just so bad. The amount of times yeah. the balls were going over the top, and Vardy was just finding. He must have loved playing against them because he was he was literally finding space everywhere. But that it, the the one other play that impressed me is that Telemons. Yeah, he, I think I think they're they're going to um I think they're going to try and get him on a on a permanent deal. Well, he's a he's going to be high. He's going to be high on a lot of clubs' lists, I reckon, because he's he's. I think he's definitely one of their. Well, I think his value's gone up. I mean, he's only twenty-one, and I mean, he's 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 got three or four, maybe even maybe Played. even five goals. He's got he's quite won- a few goals since he's since he his joined. Club's Monaco as well, isn't it? So yeah, and they probably um, should be easy to tempt them away. Well, yeah, I was going to say, and I expect they'll be glad of some money. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good, good player. I, I mean, Leicester did play well. I don't I, think. Yeah, but I do think if you look at Leicester, and I don't want to make it about Brendan Rodgers because I'm slowly sort of coming round to him, but if you look at the Leicester squad, I mean, in in the back, so they've got Evans and Maguire. I mean, they're both internationals. Chilwell's an international. Tillemans is is a very good player. Madison has shown what sort of player he is this year. Vardy's still. You, st- you know what you're going to get with Vardy, oh, and he's yeah. always going to get you goals. I mean, Smichael maybe he's a bit, bit more suspect than he was. Um, indeed, he's a decent player. They're not a bad it's side at all, Scott, Leicester. Yeah. And I think that, I, I think I think they could do something next year. I think with Rogers in charge, I think if they, if they make some decent signings in the summer, I think they could. Um, it could be a bit of a surprise package next league, year. <laughs> no, I'd, no, yeah, absolutely. But Arsenal on the flip side, I think that this is going to be a big. It's going to be a big summer for some of these big teams in the Premier to, League. He just needs to sign a defence. But in there's nothing wrong with them. But you know, I, I think we can. I think we can realistically see an Arsenal Chelsea Europa League final and. That is going to be one hell of a scrap to get in the Champions League. Well, I see because... Ramsey's played his last game for Arsenal as well because I see yeah. he's up for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, no. he's injured. Yeah, but if you, I mean, well, let's let's assume United don't get top 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 four. There's going to, there's going to be two big teams that miss out on Champions League football next year. I'm used to it. I don't know. Well, again. <laughs> I, I tipped I tipped Arsenal for, to, to finish in the top four. Um, but I mean, mm. from from a Spurs point of view, I mean, two points above Chelsea, and we're four points above Arsenal, five above United. So Spurs. Well, I said this last week about Spurs winning on Saturday, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> disappointing for Arsenal. Disappointing yeah. result. Okay, uh, Burnley, Man City, uh, Man City. It, it was a bit of a basic win, really, and I'll. It's a, it's another one nil sort of grinding the result out, uh, which you know which champions do I suppose. Uh, but you know, Bur- I think Burnley did frustrate Man City quite a lot in this game, where they they did find it hard to to break them down. Uh, I, I I I found myself being more excited by Man City winning than any other game over the weekend. <laughs> I think purely because it keeps the sort of the, the race for the title alive. That two things for me on this, and I know a lot's been made of it, but just about the fine margins in in this sort of Good level enough. of football, yeah. when <laughs> you, you're going back to John Stones clearing it off the line against Liverpool, and it was not over by sort of eleven millimeters or something ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. and then this Aguero's goal on Sunday is over the line by sort of twenty-seven millimeters or something ridiculous. 
so, so that was the first thing. And the second thing is, I think there was a bit of a change in City towards the end of that game where Guardiola made a few substitutions. And, um, I mean, Stones came on for Aguero, Otamendi for Sterling. And it was almost like they were shutting up shop, which is yeah. something you don't really see City doing. Um, I know it's sort of in the last I think it's five, towards five or like, ten yeah. minutes. But I think because of the, the amount of games that are left, he just doesn't want anything to slip up now because he knows because i think uh, liverpool are playing before them again next weekend as well so that well liverpool plays saturday night i think and then man city play monday Monday, i want to say they want to play monday yeah so i mean city should win city should win both their games i think i i can't see city letting it slip especially because they're not involved in the champions league um, if it's if it stays close tonight with Liverpool Barca, that that say what you want, that's a huge distraction, um, oh, yeah, and definitely. something something City don't have to worry about. So well, we'll see. see Kate, but... uh, Kate actually came off injured for Henderson before just before the goal. Yeah, well. pretty early. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah. Okay, but, so the yeah. United Chelsea game next. Um, so yeah. Uh, United dominated. Funny game. But for a team that really did need to win this game, they they didn't really show that at all in the second half. Um, And I must say, Chelsea actually did play quite well second half, but I don't know whether that was because May United was so poor. It actually made Chelsea look quite good. But But they still only had one shot on goal. Yeah. (laughs) But but, I mean, Higuain should, uh, right at the end as well, literally last kick of the game, Higuain. He's not even a proper footballer. He is awful. He should have passed it across the face of the goal because I think it was Hazard was unmarked towards the the back post. And it would have been an easy tap in. But can I just say, Rojo's tackle as well, that was awful. Oh yeah, he, he should have gone. He yeah, he he, should, he, he definitely should have been sent. And off. he'd only just co- really come on the pitch as well. But yeah, yeah it was a tackle. No need I've, for that. I've got a couple of things here, Chris. Yeah, yeah. First yeah. of all, how much better is Lloris than De Gea? It absolutely, isn't? I, I'm so yeah, yeah. vindicated about putting Lloris in my in my Premier League team. So um, this goes back to I, the start of the po- our very couple. Like sixth or seventh podcast, wasn't it? Where you chose Larice over the hay, and I think you, yeah, you I was right to do a so. bit of stick, but he was right to do so. I was speaking so, to people, and that they're saying that he he's probably cost them Champions League football next season. Yeah, so uh, so just a couple of things quickly. Yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily agree, disagree with that. But at the same time, over the last four or five years, anything that United have done well is probably because of him. So I think there's something to say that you can give him a little bit of leeway if 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 you do feel that he's cost them. Because he's been their player of the season the last however many years. And without a shadow of a doubt, he's been the best keeper. Um there's there's a there's a lot of talk about Solskjaer dropping him. He ain't gonna drop him now. But not 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 in these last two games. But do, do you think he'll stay? Because the, the, there's only uh, one. There's only one team I can actually see him going to in the summer, and that's PSG. I cannot see yeah, him going anywhere they got, else. They've got Buffon, but he's but he's he's not he's, he's not the future for PSG, and he's not first choice. He's got a good he's got a good future out of him, mate. Buffon. Yeah, probably as a coach. <laughs> But um, I can't, I can't see him going to Madrid because they've bought Courtois. Unless they, unless they move bothered. him he on. Didn't, he didn't look that bothered after he made the mistake. He kind of just got up. And was just uh, again. Well, I, <laughs> I'm I, not I, compla- I, trust me, I'm not complaining because first we were not in that game at all. First half, and and that mistake really did change the whole. You know, yeah, whole, whole and, game, and it was so. and it was a mistake, and it was a decent thing. My second question, not so much about the game, is Solshire. That I personally, I cannot believe there's people reporting that United should sack him. Already, 
Yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly, that there, there is people, there is people in the press, talk and in the media talking about the fact that he should be sacked the first because took charge be, because United need to be ruthless, and that this is this is one of the reasons I think that we started this podcast was because we wanted to sort of maybe give a view about what your average football fan is is thinking or is yeah. talking about, but. Isn't it funny and isn't football a fickle game that everybody was crying for Solskjaer to be offered the job on a full-time basis because of the performances? And then it may be even a bit like Potch out because whenever Spurs lose, all you do is send me Twitter feeds about everyone saying Potch out. I'm just sending you what the the people are speaking. But but it's the same thing. Now all the other people on the other side of the fence who are saying they should never have hired him, they should have waited till the end of the season and all this sort of stuff, they're all now shouting the loudest because they've lost seven of the last nine or however many games it is. But, But it's not all down to, you know... But everybody, it's, I don't think it's the manager. He's got underperforming they, they, players. That there. is not that is not a Man United squad. No. From no. everybody keeps going back to, and I like Man United. I don't have anything against them. I think they're sort of a, a bit of a pillar of, of English football, probably the biggest club in the world. They need to move on from this whole Fergie stuff. Because so many people are still saying they need to go back to how Fergie was and they need to, to do this and do that. Football's moved on. Football has moved on. Alex Ferguson was a one-off. There'll probably never be another manager again like him. And but he had the squad. He had. He had the you know in those years he won it. He had by far the best squad in the league. You know, and that's down. You know, down to yeah, him that, that, and the players, but that's a fact. I think Solskjaer. And who have they the... bought? Sanchez. Sanchez is a waste of time. They're small in I was Jones. So glad he came I mean, they're Sanchez awful. Someday. I think they the are problem not Man United he's players. got is he's inheriting a an underachieving side. Yeah, they, don't get me wrong. The players that they've got, oh, some of them are world class. Only some of them. Yeah, but they but need to perform at that level. And Pogba's you your prime example. Alex Ferguson's Ferg- last season at Man United, the squad that he had then, it wasn't great. No, it wasn't. But didn't he win the league with them? He did, yeah. And that but, just gives you how bad the league was. In that I, year. Think, I, I think Pogba Ever sums then, up United. I, I, I've backed Pogba for the majority of this I, season. I, I think he'll okay. go. I honestly think he is, okay. He's a world-class player who is performing at sort of an average level. And I think that sums United up. I just don't, I just don't think he's cut out from the Premier League. No, I don't either. I, I don't, don't either. I've, I've, uh, there's rumours he'll go back to Juventus, but Madrid won him as well. You think how much they'll potentially lose on him as well? Well, that's the risk you take sometimes, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, not... a, good, a good point for Chelsea. I, I was quite happy with the result. I thought uh, it's a point at the end of the day, and, it's, and it's considering the... Arsenal had lost, it was. It but it's probably the it, it's it's a better result for the other teams in the top four. It was yeah. a good result for Spurs, a good result for Arsenal, but not as good for either team that played it. Anyway, we'll move yeah. on. We'll move on to well, the EFL uh, and Rich has got the championship. Yeah, so um, there's, I mean, sort of live updates with the championship, really. The but Derby playing, aren't they, at the moment? Yeah, Derby, they're, they're playing they Swansea tonight. Yeah, they're 1-0 up. Um, so just just to confirm what, what we do know, so Norwich and Sheffield United have both been promoted. Uh, Norwich can win the league with a point on Sunday, I think. Just a quick one. Their yeah. top goal scorer, is it Pookie? Has yeah. he got 29 goals this season? I swear it's 20... Something like that, yeah. Crazy. He, he, I think he scored a lot of goals um, and they got him for pretty much next to nothing, I think. Um, so, yeah, so they're they're definitely up. Uh, Norwich, like I say, Norwich can win the league on. Uh, I think they're all playing Sunday or yeah, Sunday, a half Sunday. five. I think yeah, they're playing Sunday. Um, but Sheffield United have they have secured um, 
automatic promotion. Uh, that was from the weekend. They beat Ipswich 2-0. But the the result that sort of pushed them both up was Leeds-Villa. Um, so <laughs> Leeds needed to... Uh, yeah, Leeds needed to win that and then hope for, I think it was like a 10 or 11 goal swing uh, and for Sheffield United to lose in the last game. So it was a long shot for Leeds, but what what on earth happened in that game? I mean, I don't, well. I don't, I don't want to sort of dwell on it too much, but it, it's really difficult because I, well, I, think... I, don't, I don't think Leeds actually did anything wrong. Um, There's no written law to say that they have to kick the ball up. But what I would say is two or three minutes prior to that, Aston Villa kicked the ball out when a Leeds player went down. So, yeah, they did. I, I think the worst. I think the worst thing with this was that the way the Leeds. I, I don't know who the player was, but he played it down sort of in the left left this channel. This is Taylor. This is Taylor. It, it looked. It looked it like out. yeah. He looked like he was going to kick it out, but he didn't. Um, but that's not Leeds' fault that Villa didn't play to the whistle and Bielsa. I mean. He he would not have done what he did if there was promotion on the line. He I think he only did what he did to save a bit of face. Um well, the cap, and, the and Leeds because captain, they weren't they, going up. Even when Villa kicked off and he was let through, the Leeds captain he was he was fifty fifty thinking in his head, I'd just kick it. Yeah, but what would have happened ball. if he'd done that? That's one of the questions I it's, find interesting. If he, if if he had Terry, cleared it, what, what John would have happened? John Terry was literally on the verge of knocking someone out anyway. But uh, I don't understand why. Because just, Bielsa was letting them score. I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't think... He just I, got messy. And Bam, we'll never know, know what was said. But I'm so glad he's not at Chelsea anymore. Um, he's got a two-game ban, I think. Yeah. And the, the Villa, the Villa red card's been... Yeah, it's been rescinded, yeah. Um, so yeah, after all that, Leeds Leeds will be in the playoff uh, playoffs along with West Brom and Villa. Uh, <laughs> this it's only really the final playoff place to be decided. It's pretty much between uh, Derby and Middlesbrough. So Derby, if they hold on to their one nil win tonight, there'll be three points above Middlesbrough with a game in hand um, and a much better goal difference. So. Derby hold on tonight. It looks like they'll be in the playoffs. But what what this is what the playoffs are all about. You could have Leeds v Derby with the whole Spygate, and then a Midlands Derby between West Brom and Villa. They will be two amazing playoff semi-finals. Um, so yeah, that's the top. So at the bottom, the three relegation places are now confirmed with Rotherham joining Bolton and Ipswich in League One. Rotherham needed to win at West Brom uh, and they were leading 1-0 but then they went down to a 2-1 defeat. So just a bit of context, the three that went down, Ipswich one win in their last 18, Bolton two in their last 16 and Rotherham two in their last 20. Um, So not great. Bolton, it's not great what's happening there. The fact that the players are on strike and they can't fulfil... They can't fulfil their fixtures, but I mean, I think it's it's more of a shame when you think sort of how they were in the Premier League not that long ago, and they Just were having players like a, yeah. a Kocher and yeah. Campo and stuff. But Ivan Campo, um, yeah, Jorkaev. Fingers crossed, I they'll be back. I, the thing I remember most about Campo, mate, was I used to get him in my sticker packs all the time. <laughs> He was a lift. They had Yaskilainen, obviously yeah, Kevin Davis, Kevin Nolan. They had a decent team, mm. Bolton. Anyway, uh, but yeah, unfortunately they're down. So into League One. So again, there's so the, the results last night. So both Sunderland and Portsmouth lost last night. Um, so that promoted Luton and Barnsley. So before those matches last night, because they were the games in hand. And, any two of the four could have gone up, uh, but both both losing, uh, Portsmouth and Sunderland both losing last night, pushed Barnsley and Luton to promotion to the championship. So the playoffs will be made up of Portsmouth and Sunderland. Um, Charlton are also guaranteed a playoff place in fifth. And the final spot, the final of the four, will either go to Doncaster, who are currently sixth, or Peterborough, who are in seventh. Peterborough uh, but won last Peter, night. Yeah, Peterborough yeah, did win last win, night, yeah. yes. 
Um, so they're only a point behind Doncaster. So similar with the championship, it's only the last playoff place to be sorted at the top. Um, at the at the bottom, crikey, this is going to be one hell of a last game of the season. Same, yeah. So it's only Bradford that are confirmed as relegation as relegated. Then it's it's three from five. So three points separate Scunthorpe, Walsall and Plymouth, who are the three teams currently occupying the playoff places. And then Southend and Wimbledon, who sit just just outside. So it's only three points separating those five sides. Um, so, yeah, the the final day... Um, great turnaround if Wimbledon stay up as well. Because I remember, yeah, like, I remember earlier every, on, every like, week, every week we used it, to say... Like bottom, yeah. yeah, but if... If Portsmouth and Sunderland had won yesterday, that would have been very interesting. Oh, what a last day of the season that would have been for top and bottom. So yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a, a topsy turvy day I can feel. So uh, the automatic promotion places sorted for both the championship and League One. Relegation sorted in the championship, and relegation to be decided. Five. Yeah. Be interesting. Right, League the, two. The, the Have we got some somber music? <laughs> the doom and gloom of League Two. Yeah. So we are almost at the end of season, but there is still quite a lot to play for in League uh, Two for for twenty three other teams. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Lincoln who have already won the league, they actually lost to Newport one nil, so you know, crowning their champions championship off with a uh, with good stuff um but uh bury remained so this is before the games last night so bury remained in second and they didn't even play uh but mansfield th- in third mk dons in fourth and forest green in fifth all lost at the weekend so the automatic promotion uh is now really between those three teams uh as because Bury actually won last night and gained promotion. So they beat once... Tranmere. They, they played Tranmere yeah. last night. Yeah. yeah. So there's one one position still left for Mac promotion, and that will be battled out between Mansfield, MK Dons, and Forest Green. Uh, uh, Forest Green are three points off though, so it is going to be a bit of a task for them. Uh, but Tranmere. Uh, they are in sixth, uh, despite losing last night, but they are safe. They've they've got their playoff place, but seventh is all to play for. And uh, last night Newport won again, so they've actually stolen seventh place off of Exeter. So, but they, it's so close, literally so close. So they are in seventh now Newport um, but any one of these other teams could still win Exeter, Colchester, Carlisle and Stevenage can still technically get that last spot but it is all down to Newport now so if they win their game they will uh, they will get that last playoff place and now to the bottom of League 2 I feel like I'll, I'll... We we have I know you were already a Yeovil fan, Chris, but I feel got, like I've adopted them as, as almost my, my second team. Lit next to me, and I feel this is a sad, sad my national, day. My national league uh, candle, and especially Burning. after being two 0 up. Yeah, don't get me started. That's twice in two weeks now they've been winning. But on the plus and... side, we've already arranged our trip to Eastleigh. <laughs> yeah. They don't go up for next season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so it is all confirmed now. Yeovil, unfortunately, have been relegated after Macclesfield and Notts County both won at the weekend. Uh, Yeovil, as Rich said, were 2 0 up in their game as well. So it's kind of a bit do, of a kick. Do the they team. finish bottom? Do they finish bottom or not? Has that not decided yet? Oh, no, they are uh, bottom no, at the moment. They can still second from bottom. Well, that would be an achievement. Off. Yeah. Three points off in the Ops County, but uh, Macclesfield still have that two-point cushion. So again, fate is in their hand, Macclesfield. So yeah, that's it. National League news to come on next season's podcast. Yeah, we've got we've got a new feature. We're yeah. going non-league. We're going yeah. like Evo Stick Premier. So yeah, so you know, I think I think I've been saying for a couple of weeks now that. I thought that they'd probably get relegated, but 
This is a new I, stuff. I was, holding, I was holding out hope, Chris. But you sad... didn't see them live against Newport. <laughs> no, there. but uh, again, I mean, all joking aside, I think we've since we started the podcast. Obviously, you've got you've got that link with Yeovil already, but we've had a lot of um, a lot of sort of feedback into the podcast from Yeovil fans whenever we've spoken about them, and obviously the issues with the manager and all sorts of stuff like that. So. Um, it might sound yeah. like we're joking, but I mean, I've, I, I have sort of grown to be a bit fonder Yeovil, really. See, yeah. Hence why they're in the predictions every week. But, yeah. So the new, the um, new it's a shame. coming now, and hopefully, you know, it's going to be a bit of a rebuilding exercise. Uh, there was an issue at the weekend where some of the players were seen in a nightclub looking rather cheery. After just getting relegated, and that hasn't gone down very well. Wow. And so we'll um we'll 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 champion the cause to get Yeovil back into um yeah so in, in, into the football league. But we'll um they I think we'll commit to a to a non-league watch. We'll we'll, new, we'll, we'll we'll follow them. A new era for the club. Absolutely. So, so yeah, Absolutely. so that is the EFL. So and that is all for part one of the podcast. We're we'll back in part two. With some prediction news, uh, the special topic which we're going to look at the PFA team of the year, and we will try and solve Pete's teaser. So we'll be back in part two. Hello and welcome back to part two of View from the Sideline podcast. Um, We're just going to give you um, a quick update on predictions like we do each week. Uh, So uh, only two rounds to go. We are at the end um, of having guest predictors in and we've gone back and picked two two people that have already had a go. Um, So the Wheel of Fortune was spun and... um, Kurt and Scott. Scott. That's right, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they were they were the lucky winners. So Kurt's going this weekend, um, and then Scott will go the week, uh, the following week, which will be the last week, the weekend of the predictions challenge, just to try and have one last attempt at, at toppling Jamie. Uh, his score of thirty still stands as, as the highest. You've seen um, the trophy now, Rex, as well, haven't you? I have seen the trophy. Yeah. It is it is in protective wrap in my wardrobe. <laughs> um, so Dave Dave did it last week for us. Got two scores spot on. Ended up winning the week. Chris went from a record high to a record <laughs> low. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this, Chris, but you and I are yeah, you have, exactly yeah. Dead the same. On. Yeah. With two rounds to go, we have exactly the same score. Um, which Very is good. phenomenal. So we'll see who who comes out on top. Uh, so we'll get the predictions posted uh, tomorrow or Friday, ready for the weekend. And then, uh, like I say, next two weeks, if, if no one beats 30, Jamie will be crowned champion. So special topic, Chris. PFA, PFA team Even of the then. year. I think that lots of lots of debate um, on this, um, and for 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 various positions, I think because it's. I don't think it's until you start thinking about the players that haven't made it that how how difficult this is. So, I mean, let let's start. Let's start at the back. Right, Edison. Edison. I completely agree with Edison being. Yeah, I'm completely fine with that. He has been probably the most consistent keeper this season. Apart from Alisson. Comfortably. I mean, so, for for me, it's a toss-up between Edison and Alisson. Alisson. Yeah, Alisson or Edison would have been one or the other. And I probably lean... I mean, I can't can't pick Lloris because that would just be unfair. But I think... If you personally, I swing sl- very, very slightly more towards Allison, and yeah, I think I think it was it must have been I've, pretty close between them, to be honest with you. Yeah, it probably was, and the only re- the only reason I slightly 
uh, swayed more towards Allison is I think he has had a bigger impact on Liverpool than Edison has at Man City. Um, but maybe that says more about Mount, yeah. about the outfield players. So at the back, you you can't argue with Van Dijk. He, he, he's no. won the PFA Player of the Year. He, he fully deserves his his place in best, that side. Best defender this season. Uh, in the best defender in Europe, I reckon. I I would say he's the best defender in Europe at the moment. Maybe even the world. Uh, so yeah. we, we we can't argue with Van Dijk. So. Three of the back four are Liverpool. So Robertson on the left, Alexander Arnold on the right, and then we've got Laporte fr- um, from Man City in the middle. Okay, so Robertson for me uh, is is probably the best left back in, in the league. Uh, probably one of the most improved players I think this season, considering not many would have heard, you know, his name before he moved to Liverpool. Uh, Laporte, uh, you know, he's he's been solid f- for Man City, um, but I'd struggle to find someone else to put in that position. That's had that. Do you think? A... I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe whether it's a bias. I I, I think there would. I think there's. I think Vertonghen's been brilliant for Spurs this year, and I think Alderweireld has as well. Yeah. I think I've, I I do wonder with Laporte what what sort of gives him the edge slightly is the fact that oh, um, so maybe that's given him a bit yeah. more of a high profile. But I think really when you let, let's be honest, when you look at the top six sides, if you if if, if you had Laporte, Van Dijk, Alderweireld and Vertonghen, there isn't a lot else up there, really. No, and I'm not saying that these players should be picked on the top six sides, but um, I, it's, it's hard to argue with those. But I think the same with Alexander-Arnold. I mean, I think he is... He, he's come on so much this season... Um, and I think a lot of the talk about him is whether he's actually going to stay as a fullback. I think a lot of people actually see him being pushed further forward and and sort of taking on a midfield role in the future. Yeah. Possibly. Oh, it, sorry, uh, Derby have equalised. Uh, Swansea have equalised, so it's one all. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh... So I, I think this. I think this is the talking point. So the, the free in midfield. Bernardo Silva, I don't think you can argue with that. I no, think he's he's been season. unbelievable for Man yeah. City this season. I did, I, did, I think last season as well. I don't I don't think he had that much opportunity, um, and this season where he's had more games. And and to be fair, because they bought Mares, I don't think that a lot of people thought that he'd be playing as much. But I I think he I think he is probably potentially being one of Man City's Sterling, but um, he's I, such I, a good player. I think you, we've seen some games this season where he's been absolutely phenomenal, and you I, know, I think he's, he, I think he's taken the mantle from David Silva. David Silva, Silva yeah, that's I think. What I'd say, do you think he's that? That's where he's going to be heading. That sort of. Yeah, probably, uh, and I, I think he's he, he's scoring goals. He's creating goals. He's he's working hard for the team he's tracking back i think he's got a little bit of everything yeah. and i would if if you were going to say that the, the actual pfa player of the year was between van dyke and sterling i wouldn't have said bernardo silva was that far behind him to be honest oh no um yeah. so fully he's deserved um, um fernandinho uh he's, he's 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 consistent for man city i find when he doesn't play they do look more vulnerable at the back um, I would agree that he should be in there. Yeah, I would as well. And I think if Chelsea had been any good this season, Kante is Probably is in that, there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they're very similar. Just Man City have, have, have had a better season than right, let's Chelsea. Get, let's get to Pogba. Right? How on earth is Paul Pogba in this team? Because he was playing well when the players voted for it. That's what I think. 
I think it. I think it was around the first, the first, the first three or four games that Solskjaer took charge. He Pogba was extremely impressive, and I, I think that sort of ties in when these players voted. But th- there's no way he deserves his place nah. in 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 this team. Based on form as well, but it's when you start thinking about the players who didn't get in that it makes it even more annoying. (laughs) Well, so uh, this is going to sound out there, but there's a couple. Eden Hazard, I think he's missing from that team definitely. Bearing in mind he's matched, I believe he's matched his goals and uh, and assists for last season as well. But just to throw a random one out there, Musa Sissoko has had a better season than Paul Pogba. In my opinion, agreed. Yeah, agreed. But do you think it's down to Pulper's neck? I just, I just, I don't. I just don't. He he was playing well at the time, but Wijnaldum at Liverpool, I think he's probably had a better season than Pogba. I mean, you you can even sort of stretch it out a bit. Madison, I mean, he's had a fantastic, fantastic season at Leicester. What about our man Milojovic? Look how many goals he scored yeah. this season. Absolutely, Wilf Saha. I mean, if, if you're looking at a sort of a, a sort of silo of games, if you like, where a player's performed well, I mean, you could put Wilf Saha in there. Yeah. I, I just think it's, I think it's a ra- crazy. The, 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 the players have voted for it, but yeah, there okay. you go. From and I, I think so... Mane, you can't argue with him. No. Sterling, you can't argue no. with him. Aguero, I don't think you can. Really I don't think you him. can argue with him, but then you, you've also got to go back. This is this is where the players. So Salah, Firmino, th- these are the yeah. sort of players. You see, that, the, I think these players they out. would have been very, very slightly behind. You know that uh, it's it's I, fine margins in this as yeah. well. A lot of people have been talking about Son at Spurs. I'd say and, Son. You know, I, I I'd say Son probably wasn't too far behind. I thought. I think he's probably been your best player this season. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, but then if you look at if you look I know he's been injured, but if you look at the goals, Harry Kane's still right up there sort yeah. of with with the most Premier League goals and he's missed a, a, a decent chunk of the season. Um but I I, I think I'd, I'd probably I'd probably have Aguero in. I don't think I disagree with any of those front three in my in my opinion. Sadio Mane has been the best of Liverpool's front three this season. Um, I think that Salah's been good, but I think he's almost... He's a victim of his own success from the previous year, if I'm honest with you. He's had a good... Um, He's had another very good season, though. If you look at the amount of goals he's scored, you know, but again, like you said, I think he's... Because of what happened last season, I think... You know, expectations were probably high. So yeah, I, I think there's there's a decent there's going to be a decent bench in 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 this team. Oh yeah. When you, you're thinking of like your Salas, your your Vertonghen's, your Popper David Silva as well. Mate, to be yeah, honest with you. yeah, your Hazards. I mean, people like that. There's yeah. there's it'd be a blood. It was oh, sorry, shouldn't have sworn that. Um, it, it would be a ruddy good bench. Uh, um, I got a little fact for you about this team. About the the PFA team, Rich. I know you like your facts. Did yeah. you know every single player in this team has an assist to their name, including the goalkeeper? Mm, I'm yeah. not. I'm not sure that's that surprising, but that's a good stat, Chris. Yeah, thank you. That's a that's a very impressive stat. Okay, so yeah, that's that's the PFA team of the year. Um, so. Do you want to go on to the teaser, Chris? Yeah, I have no idea who. I, I, I can't. Okay. I, I think I've heard this before. And I think I can remember who it is. But it's a toss-up for me between two players. One of them is Rob Earnshaw. But I can't. Obviously, it's for Wales, the, the country. But I couldn't tell you what clubs it was for. And the other one is Craig Bellamy. Do you have anything to add? I, I can't. I can't think of anyone. Literally, cannot think of anyone. Who? <sighs> right. Okay. I'm gonna stump me. Have a look. S- s- Chris, stick it. It, stick it. Stick it in your search engine. I'll I'm do gonna. It. I'm gonna stick my neck out, and I'm gonna go with my first thought. 
and this isn't because I know the answer to the question, it's because I think I've heard it before. And because I heard it before, I've heard the answer before. So I'm going to go for Rob Earnshaw. Okay. He must have scored a hat-trick for Cardiff at some point. West, did he play for West Brom? I have no idea. Cardiff, answer, who else did he play for? The answer to your question. I think it might be right. Cause... Is... Da, 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 da. Yeah, you're right. It, it was wrong. It is Rob Earnshaw. Let me just find out. I don't feel as happy as I feel I should be after getting such a tricky question right. So he's played for Cardiff, yeah, West Brom and Norwich, Nottingham Forest. Who was in the, Who was in League Two then? Cardiff, I spent, weren't they? Because he he joined Cardiff in nineteen ninety eight. Well, I guess it must have been. Um, and he has scored a hat trick for Wales as well. Let me find out who it was for. My God, he's been everywhere, this guy. Hmm, okay. Well, there you go. Have a look at his international goal. Oh, oh, he scored three in a friendly against Scotland. As you do, as you do. On February 2004. Hmm. Well, there you go. I think that's two in a row. I think that's two in a row we got right. Uh, Pete's going to have to up his game. He's going to get some random It was Cardiff. In, in division, th- it was the old division three, so he scored. Yeah, it was Cardiff. In fact, hmm. he scored a hat trick for Cardiff in the League Cup, FA Cup, Division Three, Division Two, and Division One. And it was West Brom in the Premier League. He scored a hat trick. He's been a busy boy. There you go. It's a good one. Uh, so I think that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. For tonight, that is, I, that's it. I've, I think it's probably just worth saying at the moment. So. Um, Next week's podcast, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, we're going to do our end of season awards. Yeah. I'm um, going to get Tuxedo on. As our, as our special topic. Um, so that will be, uh, and then we've got one more podcast the weekend after, the week after the last games of the season. And then we've got one more to wrap up where we're going to do like a, a season summary at the end. So I think we've got three more left, Chris, before three we left. Yeah, pack up for the summer. Yeah, um, summer holidays. But we do we do have something exciting on the horizon. I don't know if we're releasing it yet or not, Chris. Not, not quite ready just yet. Not quite ready. Okay. Sorry, is... sorry, listeners, we are teasing you. <laughs> we're teasing you and probably bigging this up. But yeah, we've. Just to say, we've got we've got a new venture on the horizon. Yeah. Something we're going to be launching in the next uh, couple details of weeks. will be given out in next week's podcast. Yes, we may you may find a teaser on social media um, at some point. Um, anyway, so yeah, so hopefully next week we'll be sat here with Spurs in the oh no, it'll no, be before wait. the Champions be League because we'll be Tuesday we're night. Be Tuesday next week, so you can but, watch the game. So we'll have uh, the second leg of well, Barcelona we'll know, we'll Liverpool. Know if Barcelona or Liverpool are, uh, yeah, and hopefully Spurs will be in the top four because they would hopefully have beaten Chelsea Bournemouth. Will be there as well. So we'll see. Okay, right. let's sign see you off. Next week. Speak to you next week.